Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be talking about The Flash, Season 3, Episode Number 7, titled Killer Frost. Before we get into spoilers, what do you think of this episode? Um, I won't spoil anything, but there is somebody well, who we has are in the powers. non-spoiler section, so thank you. Right. But there's somebody with powers who can do frosty things and might also be a killer. I don't know how you might get that information. Maybe from the episode or the title of the episode. Okay, that's dumb. Anyways. That's a, um, bold, that's a bold statement. Yeah. Uh, this episode was okay. Um, this might not be... I don't think it's one of my favorite episodes of this season so far. And you'll probably disagree with me. We've been disagreeing recently about episodes of shows so we'll see what you think but um i didn't really like the i guess they did something that i knew they were going to do but i think they made it too obvious that they're going to do it so but we'll talk about that later yeah i'm sort of i think i liked it a little better but i'm still sort of in the same boat i wasn't overwhelmed by this episode but i was i was reasonably whelmed i thought it was a pretty good episode (laughs) overall there was um good drama and kind of like what you said it was a little too predictable i guess which isn't it's not necessarily a bad thing but i guess i was hoping for a bit of a twist that never happened but might i wouldn't be surprised if it still happens later yeah for the most part this had a lot of reveals and it was good it was i liked a lot of the drama that was going on um but yeah a little predictable on the whole i didn't know that whelmed you could use whelmed as a word like that but so i learned something new today that's because you haven't seen young justice yet Okay. Any, any Young Justice fan will know you can perfect be perfectly whelmed. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get into our spoilers. All right, so the ep- title of this episode is Killer Frost, so there is going to be some Killer Frost in this episode. Is there? Maybe. Is there really? Not really. Okay. Is there a Killer uh, Frost? No, there isn't. Um, there, she tries to be a killer, or Barry at least wants her to be, but we'll talk about that later. Anyways. But, uh, before, we, before we jump in, this was... um the second kevin smith directed episode yeah i know tv directors don't have as much of an influence as movie directors but i think i think both of his both of his episodes have been pretty good dramas i would say you know there's a good dramatic tension held throughout and this one's a little more action oriented than the runaway dinosaur from last year but he's still able to do a good job with the the character relationships all right, so uh, just like we thought was going to happen at the end of the last episode, it just opens up exactly where they left off. They even do the whole, like, last time on Flash thing, um, so you know exactly <laughs> yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Um, so it's Barry being held up by Savitar, and then Savitar just kind of takes Barry around and is chasing, not chasing him, like dragging him around, going to kill him. Um, and Caitlin has to show up and use her powers to stop him, and that is kind of a, like pushes her over the edge she because you know the more she uses her powers the more likely she's going to become killer frost uh so we see she walks away and we see her eyes flash so we can see that her powers are taking over what do you think of the look of killer frost it's okay it doesn't really change i mean she just puts some context in and i don't even changes her voice a little bit or if they just yeah it's probably cgi right right yeah it's it's okay but it it can kind of come off a little I don't know, sometimes with the voice especially, it sort of looks off. It's not very intimidating as you would think for yeah. if they're going the Killer Frost way. But 
I think it's been better. The first episode it was earlier this season it was kind of off, but I think it's gotten better as time went on. Yeah. I mean, but and then as far as like her powers though, those look pretty good. Like the freeze powers, I've never I've never thought anything was wrong with that though. Right. They, yeah, the actual yeah. use of the ice and everything she even got one cold pun in i forgot what that was but now that we're talking about that but yeah i don't yeah there was one i don't remember what it was though uh and so if you remember from last episode too wally ended up in a cocoon kind of at the end of the episode so they have him and they can see that he's alive it's just this big giant gross thing that is super gross to look at i don't i thought they could have a prettier cocoon (laughs) i don't think i would want to be gross but that was yeah I don't think I'll be napping in one of those anytime soon. Well, if you were in there, you wouldn't have much of a choice. That's right. Uh, So, you know, Joe is obviously really upset about this, and he wants to do whatever he can with his limited puny human powers uh, to try to help his son. And so he goes back to the police station and interrogates one of Alchemy's followers. And this guy is kind of creepy and tells him that the whole human race is going to be judged and you aren't going to like your results i guess interesting how i thought it was interesting how the the alchemy follower kind of looked like julian he did that's what i the, thought when i like, saw him too uh, there's enough similarities like same hair color and similar facial hair that i don't think they did that on accident yeah um and then so caitlin shows up and tells joe that wally is out kind of lies to him to get him to go away um so it gets Joe to leave and then uses her freeze power to try to torture this guy to figure out where alchemy is uh and then she abducts julian because he can help her find alchemy then we see uh, detective patterson for the first time help me i'm struggling with his name what's the actor's name greg grunberg greg yep. grunberg yeah so i just good got in this episode but we don't yeah. get to know too much of him yeah he i mean he they just set it up that like he has just one short line of basically like, oh, she's a meta. They're all freaks or they're all bad or whatever. So right. we know we, that he doesn't like metahumans. We knew from before he doesn't like metas. I, I wonder if that will mean the Flash, if they'll reinstitute the anti-Flash task force. Is that yeah. something from The Office? <laughs> anti-Flash, yeah. that, that episode of The Office. <laughs> yes. This is a little off topic, but I was I meant the that task force that Eddie did in season one, but it made me think of... Yes, the Michael Scott <laughs> That's <when> they... <laughs> anti-flashing task force. <laughs> oh boy! So <laughs> we've seen Detective Patterson. He didn't have a huge part, whatever. Uh, Caitlin's with Julian, and she forces him to create an algorithm to try to find people who've been googling alchemy and Salvatore. Yeah, basically, yeah, no, big, no big deal. You're a CSI. You can whip that up in a few minutes. She's like, make that algorithm. Okay, click, 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 click. <laughs> there it is. I know everybody on this planet who has searched for these terms. Yeah. Uh, and then HR is actually helpful for once. He helps find Caitlin because he's like, well, how did you find the other cold people? Yeah. My f- my favorite thing with HR is when he just repeats something. Yes. Or, or just repeat. Oh, I agree with them. Like uh, a couple episodes ago, he came up with an idea for something. And then Iris repeated it as a question. And he's just, he's just like, oh, I agree with Iris. That's a good idea. <laughs> that might be my favorite HR part. But he continues to be pretty fun. Yeah, he's a, they're doing a good job still of not overdoing it with him because he could be annoying if there was too much. But yeah, I like all of the, the nice like long-running jokes of like repeating everybody and not actually coming up with ideas. Right. It's great. Um, so Julian, I think he narrows it down for Caitlin that there's a couple 
people that she could go look at, but then he also has a computer with access to the internet, so obviously he uses it to contact somebody. So he contacts Detective Patterson uh, and tells him where he's held hostage. Flash shows up where they are, and Julian is basically egging him on to, like, you know, take take her out. She's attacking us, whatever. Like, she's not good. Take her out. And he just, like, without even looking, just punches him in the face and knocks him out cold. That was kind of funny, but that was a little rough. Yeah. Especially when he could have just, like, picked him up and dropped him off a mile away. Exactly. Actually, like, knock him out, give him a concussion and everything. That's a bit extreme. Well, and I think he says even later, too, he's like, oh, I didn't think I punched him that hard. <laughs> He's Maybe probably just he's, upset in the moment. Well, when you punch someone that fast from two feet away, there's going to be right. some force behind it. Exactly. Uh, so, Caitlin explains that she wants to see alchemy because she wants alchemy to take her powers away. Because if he can give people powers, he can probably take away powers as well. Um, and the whole team is like watching on the security cameras as all, as all of this is going on because they're at the frozen food factory, of course. And she basically turns to the security camera and reveals that it's Flash's fault that Cisco's brother is dead because of the Flashpoint reality, which was just cold. Yeah, even for her. <laughs> nice, nice one. Um, yeah, this whole that whole series of events there, it, it kind of made me think like how dumb it was. Like, I'm I'm more upset at the Flashpoint reality because the only reason Barry left was because he was in because Wally was injured. Right. And now, I mean, this reality seems much worse if you right. think about it. Like, I realize he shouldn't go back because that would screw things up worse potentially. But, I mean, he had it pretty good in the Flashpoint reality. Yep, he had living parents and he didn't have to really do that much. So, anyways, um, then Caitlin stabs Flash with an ice stabbing thing so that he won't follow her and says something about it'll take you 24 hours to regenerate from this yeah that was pretty funny i think it should have four hours but it was like uh it's, it's, oh, it, yeah. even with your advanced healing you'll be you'll be out for four hours i like how that was smart of her yeah she's definitely a smarter villain than flash has to deal with a lot of times right uh again caitlin shows up at one of the followers of alchemy at his house and tells he tells her that savitar has shown them the future and that they have special plans for her slash killer frost and you know she's gonna like help them be powerful and so he's trying to persuade her to join them basically um caitlin and cisco fight so cisco they figure out where she is and he shows up and they kind of fight outside so this is this is the fight that he saw when he vibed her in but the future were, were they wearing different clothes because he was wearing a full vibe costume wasn't that's he? what i thought too so maybe this isn't the one that he saw in the future. So, yeah, so that's interesting. I wonder if there's another fight to come in the future or if they're just going to pretend this was it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they do fight, and then Flash shows up, and he's still kind of injured, um, but they end up capturing, capturing Caitlin and putting her in a cell at Star Labs, and she's basically full-on Killer Frost. You know, she's being mean to everybody, and she wants out, and her eyes are real, looking weird. Real comic book villain dialogue she had there. Yes. Uh, and then Iris gives Barry a pep talk, which is basically her job nowadays. Barry feels bad, and then Iris tells her, no, don't feel bad, because you are good. And it's not really your fault, that, that even though it's it kind of your fault. She did have some good points, though. She like, did, yeah. You're not a god. Like, if you go back in time, you'll probably screw things up worse, because you like to destroy timelines. But 
Uh, and then Joe opens the cocoon, even though people told him not to. Um, and Wally is alive, and he has speed, but he's just kind of like twitching and weird, and he can't really control his powers. Yeah. Um, so Barry has to let Caitlin out because she is a doctor, and she's the only doctor that could help Wally. And so she's obviously she's Killer Frost. She's like, "Well, you're dumb. I'm just gonna leave." Yeah. And Barry says, "No, you gotta kill me first. So that was good of Barry to call her on it, like. You're yeah. not really a villain. You're not gonna you're not gonna hurt anyone. So Yeah, it took some guts. I I wasn't sure what was gonna happen. I mean I thought maybe Flash would just die and they would never have another episode. <laughs> well, with Wally getting speed, it's pretty you know, you exactly. just take over, just put a new flash. Um there you go. So obviously she doesn't kill him. Uh and, and it breaks her out of her killer frost mode, basically. Um so it didn't really for this episode being called Killer Frost, she didn't. She wasn't really Killer Frost for that long, and she didn't actually kill anybody. Right. She was just Frost. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's okay now, and so she she figures out what's wrong with Wally. He's in a fugue state because his brain can't keep up with how fast his body is moving, or the other way. I don't remember. There's something. His brain and his body are not moving at the same speed, and so he it's doesn't a, really know what's going on. Some sort of like sensory overload basically use so much information to process and didn't know how to deal with it yeah so uh, she makes a serum to inject him with and joe and barry go and find him and inject him and fix him uh but then they take wally back to the labs and he gets to run real fast so he's testing out his speed on the new test track that they have and uh, i think they say he's faster at this point than barry was when he first got his powers yeah uh, then Barry goes to the hospital because Julian is awake after he punched him into a coma, basically. Right. So he probably feels a little bad about that. But he, he goes there to talk to him and kind of begs him not to turn Caitlin in because she's a good person. Um, and Julian agrees, but only if Barry will quit his job. And so Barry agrees to that because he wants to protect Caitlin. And so we get to see him like clean out the lab and have to leave. So that's interesting i wonder what how he'll be paying his rent on his new place now <laughs> what'd you think of the alchemy well i think he's still probably living with cisco so there you go what'd you think oh. of the alchemy sort of reveal there yeah so like right after that then we see julian you know get the alchemy voice and then go and well not the alchemy voice the avatar voice sorry and right. then go and pick up his alchemy stuff this is the thing that they just made it way too obvious i think that he was going to be alchemy especially in the last episode where they went to go get alchemy and they're like oh where's julian i don't know he's not here let's go see alchemy though yeah um i don't know it almost seems too obvious like i i almost hope they still have a twist yeah like because the wording of sabotar was something like you should you i need you to be alchemy again yeah i wonder if he was alchemy and then there's another alchemy that could be um, and then we also, I think um, in the comics, we talked about this earlier, but that alchemy is kind of like a split personality person. Right. And so there's actually a good part of him. So I'm, I'm still hopeful that maybe Julian is actually a good person who's just struggling with this split personality and Savitar can trigger it in or, him. Yeah. Or like Savitar is sort of possessing him or something. Yeah. I don't know. And, and so maybe it is still that. So I guess I need to give it some time. But like this just seems way too obvious. So maybe there is something like you said, there's another twist or a different layer to it that they haven't shown us yet. So I'm hoping that happens. Yeah, I guess I guess it's too soon to see 
Uh, but what did you think of Savitar overall? We got to see a lot more of him. Yeah, we only saw a little bit of him in the last episode, and what I saw, I liked, and then we got to see quite a bit more of him um, in this one, and I still really like it. I I do like the look that they went with. He looks very intimidating, very scary. Um, looks like somebody who could actually take on uh, Barry, and I like the way that he's basically like almost too fast for Barry to even see. Like it's kind of terrifying because Barry has always been the fastest. Right, hasn't really had to deal with this before. Yeah, I like the look. Once once I got a better full look at the at Savitar, I liked it a little better. I mean, in motion, it's still a little. I mean, you can tell it's CGI, but yeah, I mean that's it's not bad. It's you know it looks pretty good for the most part, and definitely differentiates, like we said, from other speedsters. Although the opening there was a little reminiscent of the the Zoom Zoom reveal last year when Zoom was carrying Barry around, but luckily he didn't do that too long. Yeah, but I. I don't know what Savitar wants, but I'm interested to find out, I guess. Yeah, and like all the followers that they went to talk to now, now that they can now that we finally know about Savitar, they're all like, "Oh, well, Alchemy's just a pawn basically. Savitar's the real god of speed right. and we're following him." So, yeah, I don't know what he wants or what he's going to do with his followers cuz like in the comics he gives speed he gives the speed force to all of his followers, so I don't know if we'll see that happen. Yeah. So, uh what about Killer Frost? What do you think of everything with Caitlyn this episode. So yeah, and then since you pointed out and I guess I sort of noticed but didn't really like write it down or notice um enough to write it down, I guess I should say that during the fight Vibe didn't have his full costume on like he saw in the future, so maybe that we're not actually done with Killer Frost. Right. Um so if this is all there is, it's okay. I mean, I guess I don't want her to be bad, but I thought maybe her storyline would be a little longer um than just a part of this episode. So I'm interested to see if maybe they stretch that out because that could be another thing where it maybe seems too obvious or it seems like it's wrapped up, but it's not really wrapped up. Yeah. And I thought I kind of I don't know. I wonder where they're what their big picture plan is with this with Killer Frost. Yeah. I thought it, she seemed out of character, like to snap into a villain and then halfway yeah. through the episode. Oh, she's fine. So I I want to know if the Killer Frost powers are making her a villain or if they could have at least explained it away that she's so worried about becoming killer frost that she's becoming killer frost yeah and that would actually make more sense but it seemed like i don't know she just turned bad and then oh, everything's okay for now yeah i and i have to believe that this won't be the last time that she'll need to use her powers and so maybe oh, yeah. that'll just restart the whole thing all over again and, and maybe she'll have to use it a lot more than she did in this episode and will go even farther down the killer frost path. Yeah. What they should do is try to obviously train with her and work with her and see if she can use those powers for good. Right. I don't know. I'm I just, I'm just not sure what they, uh, yeah, I don't want her to see her turn into a villain either. So I don't know. That's one thing I'm very curious to see what they'll do. Yep. Uh, so do you think we'll see Wally? Do you think anything bad will happen to Wally also? Because, Yes. A lot of the people who've gotten <laughs> okay, a lot of the people who've gotten powers from alchemy have ended up bad, so yeah, I don't I, yeah, I don't know. I I think I thought coming out of that cocoon there, he would have been deranged or something for a while and but he seemed okay, but I don't know if that will the villainy will manifest later. I mean, obviously, I think he's going to have his speed for good now. Yeah. We'll see. So, another thing, um, there's nothing about the dominators in this 
No, not at all. So I wonder if we're going to get a flash, pun intended, next week of this Earth, (laughs) a little more of this Earth before in Supergirl next week to lead into the crossover. Like, we see them before they pop up in Supergirl's Earth. I wonder if we'll see that because I thought they would have set something up. So, oh, man, we need to find Supergirl. Then the next episode of Supergirl, they pop up at the end. Yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that. I really expect... I thought that was going to be, like, the stinger at the end. Just a couple seconds at least or something. Some small lead-in to connect them better. And that's something I'm kind of disappointed with overall. I thought there would have been more... If there's an alien invasion coming, I thought there would have been a bigger lead-up to it. Like, not... Obviously, the crossover is the crossover, and they've got four episodes to explore it. But I thought there would have been seeds planted, so it's just not... Oh, bam, let's have a alien invasion yeah so that makes me more interested in what they're going to do on supergirl because we both thought originally it was just going to be right at the end like just barry popping in so like you said maybe though hopefully they'll do something else yeah i guess we'll see and we'll, we'll talk about that a little more in our crossover preview yep but thanks for listening that's all we've got for today uh let us know what you thought of this episode we're twitter.com slash dc daily drop thanks Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.